Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 31 of Turtle Recall. I am Jason Sohail, and joining with me as always is my ever so lovely and totally recognizes when Raphael's not right, voiced by the right uh, voice actor wife, Anna. <laughs> I love that my, uh, like the subject of my name is getting longer and longer. Oh, 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 it's gonna be longer soon. Like, you know how, like, Every time we do the podcast, like, it keeps getting longer. Like, our last podcast was, like, almost at three hours. Like, <laughs> soon, just the first hour of it, it's just going to be the intro to your name. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and everyone's going to love that, I swear. <laughs> you know, I... All right. I still didn't say hello. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Say hello. I'm sorry. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, my my lovely wife? <laughs> I'm great. I confirmed my... Uh, I approved my coffee. I approved your coffee. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no this... more hazelnut. Yes. No, no more hazelnut. We, you know... Uh, technically, it's not the right season for it, but, you know... You know how stores just kind of, like, sneak in holiday stuff? Um, well, she has peppermint uh, uh, creamer right now. <laughs> And like you know, even though even though it should still be we still have some pumpkin spice, but you know, I know she likes the peppermint better. <laughs> so you know, she's just a skipping holiday. Uh, do they have like is there a creamer for Thanksgiving? Like you know, do they have like turkey like turkey Ew. dinner? <laughs> turkey creamer. Turkey creamer. I mean, I guess technically you can still use pumpkin for uh. Uh, Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, because like you know, it's still that fall season flavor. Yes. Yeah. Still, still you have to use the pumpkin. Exactly. No. No. Well, uh, I was just curious. Just curious. Uh, it, later in the podcast, we will be talking about the episode, "The Ninja Sword of Nowhere." All right. So uh, before we start uh, things off, like something I really want to address, which was completely awesome and just completely caught me off guard. Was, alright, so, early, like, about late last week, like, before, I, I was, it was either Thursday or Friday, I looked at how many Twitter followers we had, and I saw we had 193, and I was so excited about it, and usually when we get to, like, close to those even numbers, I try to be like, hey, can we get more, can we get more? Uh-huh. But instead, uh, instead, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, um... I'm going to, like, tweet it out. I'm going to say, hey, look, we have as many followers on Twitter as episodes we have of Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and that was my whole plan. And, uh, you know, if you haven't noticed with me in social media, I kind of drag my feet. Uh, like, you know, I still haven't made Anna's, um, uh, Anna's uh, gif that I promised her to make with the for the <laughs> Splinter Creepy Eyes. Uh, well... So my so my idea was whenever I and whenever I do make those like hey we have this many followers I always take a screenshot 
And the reason why is because if I don't take a screen screenshot, there's gonna be like some like jerk out there. Ha ha ha! Now you only have 192 followers or something <laughs> like that. So I'm like, l let me at least like have it like recorded and everything, just so like people can't like go and mess with those numbers. And so I so finally I was like, oh, let me make the tweet right now. I went to go take I went to go take the screenshot, and we had 200. <laughs> we had 200 followers on Twitter. Oh, great. That was, like, amazing. I was like, oh, my God. And, like, this is, like, I never... Mind-blowing. It was really mind-blowing. I mean, you know, and this Twitter has been only open for uh, six months. And, like, you know, I, I mean, I know some of you people out there who have, like, Twitter, you opened it for, like, three months and you have, like, 20 million. I mean, good for you. But this is amazing for me, all right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is amazing for me because, like, you know, this is, like, 200 people, like, out there voluntarily following me. <laughs> uh, follow, or I should say us because this is Turtle Recall, not yeah. not my personal one. And just, like, no, want to know what we say and that kind of stuff, especially after that whole uh, stupid uh, NECA mutagen tour dub debacle where tom cruise like <laughs> ordered people to like block <laughs> us and people did block us <laughs> like so it was so cool getting 200 and i, I was so excited and I'll, i just you know I, when whenever we get like you know when we got 10 i'll put thank you when we put 50 i put thank you like you know so i was like 200 i was like no this is a big thank you thank you guys so much and then all of a sudden like you guys like came in in droves and you're like well, now it's two hundred plus one. Hey, hey, I'm I'm two hundred and sixteen over here. I mean, uh, like right now I'm looking at it. It is two hundred and twenty-seven followers. Really? Yeah. That's so, amazing. Like, over so since that tweet and now, like we almost gained like thirty people. That's amazing. That is so amazing. You guys are incredible. I love you guys so much. And everyone who like follows me, I mean, I instantly call you guys my friends. Uh, like you know. Uh, I know, like, a lot of people, I'd be like, oh, hey, like, you know, like, hey, turtle heads, or, like, you know, they have, like, follower names or something like that. No, I, I don't like to do that. You guys are friends. Yeah. All 227 of you guys currently, you guys are friends. That's that's what you are. I, I don't need to, there's no reason to call you guys anything, uh, like, you know. Less you, than that. Less than that, exactly. That's exactly. Amazing. We are equal on, uh, in this. And you guys are incredible. And... I really enjoyed it, and thank you guys so much. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, you ready to get on to the news? Yes, I'm ready. It oh. was like it sweeped in my coffee. Exactly. All right. Uh, this week is going to be a basically a lot of uh, toy news, like a lot of uh, action figure news. Yay! Yeah, exactly. A lot of money. Exactly, exactly. All the, all the money just kind of uh, escapes by. So... Let's, uh, first we're going to be talking about Super 7. Alright, so, Super 7 has revealed the Ninja Turtles Wave 4 of their reaction figures. Uh, and, uh, right now if you're watching this on uh, YouTube, you're going to see some, uh, images. These images are not final, um, and, like, you know, it's pending license or approval. So, uh, these are, like, what it's aimed to look at. To look like, uh, but it, they're not going to be. But there might be some differences. But by the time it gets into uh, retailers, but uh, the ones we are looking at right now is uh, we have Casey Jones and we have a busted foot soldier. The busted foot soldier kind of looks like Alpha One uh, to me. 
And that Alpha One comes like later on into the show. Uh-huh. And so uh, that's those two. And then. But I really love the, the art of this uh, reaction. Actually, yes. I will say, uh, me personally, because uh, I never was a like Star Wars vintage collector, uh, like, I'm more interested in the card art than I am of the actual figures themselves. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then. Uh, what's also coming in uh, wave four is, su- yeah, uh, 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 su- sewer surfing Mikey and sewer samurai Leo. That's awesome. Yeah, and like uh, I actually have both of these figures. Oh, you do. Like, well, like the the original figures that they're based off of. Oh. Yeah, and in fact, like my my Leo uh, figure, um, like because his chest is like metal sized. Uh-huh. Um, that is like all dull right now. It, it, they made it like shiny. <laughs> I'm guessing the figure it won't be shiny. It'll probably be like some uh, plastic. But That's so cool. yeah, yeah, so cool. And one thing I really loved about Mikey is uh, if you look in the acce- Mikey's uh, accessories, you know he has a surfboard, and then um, he, he had this crab, and I love that crab. I think I love the crab like more than <laughs> the Mikey figure itself. And I put like a crab because you can put the crab in the front of the board. So what is that on Mikey's shoulder? Uh, it's a shark. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, like because he was like s- surfing in the sewer. Uh-huh. And apparently there's sharks in the sewer. And I think I think one of them is a dolphin. Uh, like uh, actually they might both be dolphins. Actually, now I'm look now I'm looking at it because his belt is 100% a dolphin. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, that is those figures. They're coming from uh, Super Seven. Uh, so. Uh, really exciting uh, for you people who collect their reaction figures. Some really cool figures uh, coming. I was kind of surprised because usually, usually with like the reaction figures, it usually comes with like eight, and I was kind of surprised it's only four. And I know that, I know like when they announced these four, they also announced it with the Thundercats, and so maybe, maybe they're just like mixing the Ninja Turtles and the Thundercats wave together. Uh, I'm not uh, too sure uh, there. Uh, like I said, personally, per, uh, personally, I, I don't collect the reaction figures. Um, but you know, if you watch our upcoming unboxing with Mikey, you will see an, uh, you will see a reaction figure. <laughs> that should be that video should be coming so- shortly. All right, let's let's talk about NECA, and NECA is going to be a big portion of our news tonight so uh first i want to talk about the triceraton infantryman and roadkill rodney uh like so this is just a brief little update of this uh on like so uh if you remember a few weeks ago we said that the that this set is going to come on friday october 15th and uh well net like they did a, they'd have start appearing in stores and i think that's the store release date however however it has not came online and ne- on friday actually neca posted that uh it was going to come online on the 19th which is yesterday uh as of this recording they have not been released so if you're if you're listening to the, to the audio podcast when the audio podcast releases, hopefully by then they've released online. 
But uh, yeah, I have been seeing these on stores, uh, like on Twitter. A lot of people have been posting, like they, they've been finding them. So hopefully they won't be too hard to find. I know Dragon Grantor wasn't hard to find. Uh, these are I'm a little worried about. Like these are the ones I've been the, the most nervous about getting because not only we have the not only have to go with the scalper the scalpers where the the scalpers going to try to buy as many as they can. Uh -huh. Um. The collectors are also going to try to buy as many as they can. Why? Because uh, the because since these oh, guys they want to have like a they army. want to have an army of them. They're, they're called like army builders. Oh. And so so like that's like that's my only fear. But I just want one set. But I like it's just hopefully Target will have enough by the time I see it. Um, but. I love yeah. how colorful it is. I love the like the sharp colors. On yeah. The yeah. Right. Right. No. 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 I, I I like it too. Um. You know. We we will get to the episode uh later. Like I want to say, I want to say either season four, or season five, when the Triceratons show up in the in the series. And you know how much I wanted uh that they make that. <clears throat> those machines. Yeah, yeah, the Roquel Rodney? Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Ever since you we started watching the show, you really wanted those Roquel Rodneys. Yes. Yes, exactly. No, no, no. Those, I mean, I'm so excited that they have finally made figures of the... We've had, like, we've seen these things in the video games and the show for so long, and they finally made figures. And I love that it comes with two, actually. That's, like, something so cool. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of NECA, uh, we are going to go into a big part... <laughs> about NECA. So, uh, the Foosh had a had a podcast and they had uh, brand manager Randy Falk uh, part of that podcast. Um, and he gave out some really cool information and we're going to just give you a summary of everything he said. The one thing I do recommend uh, you guys uh, definitely check out uh, the Fushu's, uh video, uh, like I said, like, it's almost, it's like, I want to say it's like almost like two hours long, maybe an hour and a half, and majority of that, of that discussion, uh, between them is Ninja Turtles, so, oh, cool. yeah, and we're gonna, okay, so, let's go ahead and, and give, just give you guys a rundown of everything, uh, that's coming, and the, the, basically the important stuff, um, that they talked about. Uh, Vernon Wrecking, they are coming. That two that two pack is coming at by the end of 2020. If if it gets if it's not out by 2020, January at the latest. So uh, like their plan is to get to put it out in in a uh, uh, by the end of the year. But it could be a chance that it gets uh it get it, it might be January, but. There's plans that Vernon and Wrecking are coming recent. Yeah, just make sure to announce everyone to give uh, what you want for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to say this right now. Um, you know, if you guys, like, love me, make sure make sure Vernon gets in my hands. I, wa I want Vernon more than anything. <laughs> I want Vernon more than anything you do. I really want, I really want Vernon. All right. Next thing is uh, Loot Crate. Uh, so the current... Uh, loot crates, the arcade loot crate, and the uh, the cartoon loot crate. They're still scheduled to be come out uh, by the end of the year, so we should like you know uh, next month, uh, or I should say this month, we should be getting uh, the arcade one, and then uh, sometime before the end of the year, we should get the cartoon one with the 
uh, the Roxanne Bebop that we um, that we announced last week. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, those are coming, and then 2021, we're getting more loot crate crates. And in fact, the first loot crate we're getting for 2021 is going to be one that's going to feature an item from the movie The Secret of the Ooze. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's that's all we got. Uh, like, so, I don't know what it is. Um, and uh, Randy did stress, like, the, the items that are coming from Loot Crate, they're going to be more, like, they're going to be items that, like, people are going to, like, say they're cool to have, but nothing that's so essential if you miss it that, like, you feel left out. So, uh, you have to, you can register only for that specific box, or you have to... Uh, they didn't really go, uh, they didn't really say, um, how they're doing it. They didn't say, like, it's going to be, like, uh, the last one where, if you remember the last one, we, I registered for three, and then it, an extra figure's coming. Uh-huh. Uh, but this picture is, like, very cool. There's even a camera over there? Yeah, 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 Vernon comes with the camera. That's so cool. Yeah, 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 it's, it, yeah, yeah, the, the pictures are, uh, really and cool. they pose them, like, awesome. Yeah, 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 the, the pose are really cool. They, 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 they really did. I can't, I can't wait for these figures to come out. Um, the other thing is, alright, the next thing we're gonna talk about is, uh, one of the video game characters. Uh, there's a, gonna be a video game Baxter Stockman coming. Uh-huh. That Baxter Stockman is going, is, is going to be a ultimate release. And what I mean by ultimate release it's going to be one of those releases that he's going to be by itself, and but he comes with like a lot of stuff. Hey, we have... Uh, we have... Uh, Endangered Dog. Endangered Dog. <laughs> what is going on, Endangered Dog? Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Cool name. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, so the Baxter Stockman from the from the video game uh, NECA series, uh, one that's going to look different from the Baxter Stockman that's coming from the cartoon... Because the Baxter Stockmans look different from, uh-huh. um, but it's going to be a ultimate, uh, figure. So it's going to come with a lot of accessories. The big thing he said it's going to come with the in the game when you fight against Baxter Stockman, he like shoots out like these like giant hands that go to get the that hits the turtles. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it's to like show you. Ms. Marvel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much, um, pretty much like Ms. Marvel exactly. Oh, that's so cool. The Endangered Dog says uh, thumbs up every time uh, you guys rock. Oh, oh thank you. You so guys, you're awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the uh, the thing about one of the hands, he did say one of the hands is going to be big enough that it'll be able to grab the turtle. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and that's I'm really interested in seeing that. And We I, don't have any pictures? No, no, we don't have any pictures, unfortunately. Uh, like, um, But that's something that I think is going to be really cool. And, like, I'm kind of curious, like, how big, um, like, how tight the, the arm is going to be. So if you can, like, ra- if you can make Baxter, like, raise it up. Like, like parts of me, I'm hoping, like, Neko will come with, like, a little stand or something like that. So, like, we can actually make it, like, where Baxter's picking up the turtle instead of just, like... Yeah. Yeah, because, like... Keep, I, keep the balance. They keep the balance, exactly. All right. The next thing that they talked about was... Uh, the turtles themselves for the cartoon wave because you know a lot of people are getting into the action figures they're getting into them late and the one thing is that like you know people who are like oh I missed out on the turtles uh, they're and they had they're making a solution for the people who missed out on the actual turtles 
uh, for the cartoon wave the the first time uh, around. And what they're doing is they did tease that there's going to be like like a four pack. Um, and they didn't show like any pictures or anything about it, but they they said they're gonna be they're gonna tease a four pack of like the turtles for people uh, to get to get all the all the turtles, and they said it's gonna be like a really cool collection uh-huh. with some really cool accessories. And then they also mentioned that they might be doing other two packs of the turtles, but they pair them differently because before it was like. Leonardo and Donatello, uh, they they said they might pair. It'll be like this time. It'll be like Leonardo and Michelangelo, and that's that's just the way. Just so people have another chance to get these figures, but to make the the other wave like that, like you know, to make sure like the other wave still has that collectible value to it. Uh-huh. So, uh So, yes, Indian Rock, that does like sound pretty cool. I'm pretty sure that was for Baxter, but yes, everything we're saying sounds pretty cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Crane, who's coming out next month? Uh, oh my the... God, I want this room and everything. I, I know, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll get to the, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the room. Um, but uh, first, let's talk about Crane. Okay. I know, I want the room too. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, you know, I'm just now looking at the picture of the of the room, and I see like, look, it's the uh, the mutants. Um, do you see? It's the mutants from the. Uh, like you know, um, bad so... guy and yeah. uh, I can't remember the other the other guys. Remember from the first season? Yeah, the o- and the other one is the uh, rock study and uh, the uh, other one. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> we totally went off topic on this. One. All right, so Crane <laughs> is coming out ne- next month. Uh, Crane's gonna retail for thirty five dollars, thirty four ninety nine. Uh, like so five five more dollars than Metalhead, but he's gonna he's gonna be a bigger size. I, as you see, he's a, with the Android body. Uh-huh. Uh, not like you know. I think we talked about this before. Krang is gonna come with a kid shredder, and that came that was from another episode. Uh-huh. And then also, just for you, honey, they like they, in the in the in their podcast they said just for Anna Ascari, <laughs> we're adding this just for her. He's gonna come with a towel. Really? Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. He's gonna come with a towel so you can recreate the scene that you love so much. <laughs> the one that you've been daydreaming of ever since you've seen that apart in the episode. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's gonna come with a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, I really was excited when I was like, a towel. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. All right. Oh, I remember that episode that you were watching. Yes. <laughs> All right. About this uh, rumor scene, not that this room's going to be ever be uh, for sale. I don't think they mentioned that, but the success of the the street, the cartoon street uh, diorama, uh-huh. um, has led to them, um, has led to them um, looking into more uh, sets. Like like the one thing he was talking about is he wants to do a, a sewer set, like so we can see their layer. Uh-huh. Uh, and then also a possibility also of vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. That's so we cool. might see a NECA uh, party wagon. I see that Endangered Dog is also excited. This thing is yeah. great scene. Oh, and Baby Shredder. Yes, Baby yes. Shredder. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, so... Uh, so hopefully, like vehicle for who? for the like for the turtles. Maybe we might get a uh, transport module because I know you've been wanting oh that. Oh my god, I want that. You know, Randy, if you're listening to this, I know he doesn't, but 
<laughs> if you're listening to this, NECA, you transport gave, module. You, yes, you gave me the towel. You gave me the transport module. Yeah, yeah, she really wants the transport module. I also, I, I want a blimp, and then I just want to put the blimp somewhere around the house. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, uh, another thing that they, they want to add, which I thought was pretty cool. This is like, all right. This is like an old, this is like old school Jason over here when he was collecting action figures. Uh, so back in the day when uh, action figures came, like, you know, we didn't have like the internet. We didn't have like these things where we're like, oh, oh, this thing's coming, this thing's coming. Instead, we bought the figure and then like, and then in the box came with like this like ad. Images. Yeah, the images. <laughs> they want to, he says he wants to start adding those images um like those ads oh, in the yeah. package themselves and he says if they do get a chance to do that like where you you fold it up you, you had the layout and you see like oh i want this one this one this one um like there might be a couple like surprises uh in there which i think sounds pretty cool the only problem is that unfortunately whoever gets that first is going to ruin it for the rest of us on the internet <laughs> like that's like i'm just saying this right now if you guys are listening to us, please don't drink. don't 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 post those pictures. I I promise we're not posting those pictures. Um, you know I, I let's recreate. Let's all in solidarity. Let's let's get together and try not to ruin the images of like the ad, so we can so everyone who gets can be, can be surprised and be like, oh my gosh, this is coming. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just saying. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 I'm, I'm just saying, let's let's recreate those 80s, 90s moments that we had before the internet had, before the internet came. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some uh, movie stuff. Uh, if you remember uh, the Casey Jones uh, that that they released, um, he only had the mask on. Uh-huh. Uh, so, um, you know, at that time, they didn't get um, Elias Codis's uh, permission to use for the action figure yes well things kind of have changed because of like you know uh because of like judith hogue and uh like you know she because she did her um so, you know because her action figure is coming out and so he actually came in and gave his permission to use his likeness for the action figure so in the future the 2000 no 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 this is the the movie casey jones uh-huh like so, because in the movie Casey Jones, we can't take off his mask. Oh, okay. So, um, so we are, so we are there down the road. We're gonna get a new Casey Jones figure that we will actually have like a faceless, um, like or not well, maskless, I should say, uh, of Casey Jones, so we can see the actor's face. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be cool. Uh, they said they said it, it might be like there might be like multiple uh, figures. I'm not sure what that means. Um. Yes, Judith, Judith talked to him. That's exactly what he mentioned. Um, that Judith did like talk to him. Um, the other, uh, <laughs> on <this> on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the other uh the other movie character, very popular character, is uh, Tatsu. I'm pretty sure that name doesn't ring a bell for you. Mm. Um, but okay, he he was a uh, Shredder's like top henchman in in the movie. In the first two movies, uh-huh. and uh, they don't. All right, so right now they don't have his permission for his likeness, but they did say they know what martial arts school he teaches at in the state of California, and if they have to, they will drive to his uh, martial arts school to get uh, the to get the permission. <laughs> they were they're really fighting to get the permission. 
That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, and then there's also plans to do uh, Secret of Ooze. We mentioned, uh, you know, the first loot crate's going to have a, a Secret of the Ooze um, item in there. Uh, but, yeah, they're, we're going to have like, some characters uh, from uh, Secret of Ooze and some designs. I think they want to do some turtle designs also from Secret of the Ooze because uh, their, their suits were a little different uh, from the first movie. Uh-huh. We never get enough turtles. No, no, we never get enough turtles. I mean, well, let's be honest. Like, turtles are their moneymaker. I yeah. mean, you know, like, as soon as you get a turtle, that's going to sell instantly. <laughs> so, you know, they got to keep they, they got to keep uh, doing turtles. So that was something they, else they talked about, he talked about, was uh, he was talking about, like, how that they were able to prove to Target that, that the turtle fandom is so strong that they don't have to have every release other figures with a turtle in it uh-huh. and so that's why we're getting like figures like grand tour and trag uh we're getting i mean i mean we got like the the, the triceratons that even like triceraton infantryman and like roadkill rodney like you know that i'm sure like target was probably like if they came up to him like last year with that target would have had a heart attack like oh my god we're not selling a 50 dollar action figure with some random dinosaur and two robots in it that <laughs> was <laughs> uh yeah um oh something else i want to mention about like the what they're planning for the turtle re-release is that uh those packages they're planning to use the original logo because the when they first did the ninja turtle releases for target they had to use the modern logo the one that looks like the 2012 series uh-huh. logo but then with the ninja turtle color with the classic colors on it uh-huh. all right because of like the copyright or yeah, something? uh is something from the nickelodeon like, at that time, they are just kind of like, oh, I think they just want to have everything, like, kind of match. Because uh-huh. if you remember, for a good while, I want to say a good, like, five years, we had that logo style, like, all over. Um, Alright, and then the last bit of NECA news I want to talk, talk about, uh, there were mention about uh, the comic book figures. And he wants to find a way to bring them back, especially, like... If you guys collected NECA, like, way back, they only did the comic book action figures. And so, now, like, you know, these figures are, like, you know, they're impossible to find. So, he wants to find a way to bring them back. He wants to do other ones because, like, the ones they did before, that was, like, the Pierre Layard uh, style. He wants he wants to see if he can do, like, a, more of a Kevin Eastman style because that's the one that people now recognize more uh, because of, like, the current, um, like, comics. Um, and then... Also, he he's not sure, but he really wants to do last Ronin figures. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, if they and he did say if they do bring the comic book figures back, like it would probably be with the the arcade. Like it would probably be like with the arcade. So like it would be like okay, we're gonna have a new uh, video game release, and then we have a new. Then after that, we're gonna have a new like uh, comic release, which makes sense, especially with the. Especially with the uh, the the video game turtles, we're running out of video game. We're running running out of video game characters for them to do. Yes. I mean, and like, and let's be honest, like turtle fans, like the turtle fans who are buying this stuff from NECA, they only care about two games: the original arcade game and Turtles in Time. They like, you know, it's not like they can go stick in like, hey, here's the fall of the Foot Clan from the Game Boy in there. No, no one's gonna care about that. No one wants a. <laughs> Game Boy Color Ninja Turtle or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I like, and then like also like the only other one I can think of that's from the classic like video game is 
the original NES one, and uh, that one, that one you had like random characters. You had like the chainsaw guy. No one wants to buy. A, I don't. I don't know. You guys prove me wrong. You, if you guys want like the random chainsaw guy from the NES uh, <laughs> game, let me know. All right. All right, but that is all of our NECA news. So but basically, we just summed up everything that was like mentioned in the about the video. But definitely check out that video. Um, it's really great. If you're a Ninja Turtle fan, you're gonna love like some of the stuff they said, and like especially they really expand. And I'm sure I'm pretty sure I'm missing some stuff, but I, those are the ones that like I, I would like that stood out to me. Yes, we can put the link in the description. Oh yeah, well, one hundred percent. The link is gonna be in the description when we um upload this. All right. So our last bit of news is the company uh, Mezco. This is another like action figure company. They do they do more like uh, high quality action figures uh, and statues and that kind of stuff. Their their stuff like averages between like one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Well, last weekend they had like their own uh, convention and. They left this image that we're looking at right here, and for you, for people on the audio podcast, uh, the image is is the Mezco Con Fall 2020. But where the it's O is for Con is yeah, it's a sewer, and we see a Ninja Turtle hand going after a slice of pizza, <laughs> and that's basically all. It's just a tease. They haven't shown what it what they're doing. We haven't. We don't know what's coming out. We don't know if it's based off the cartoon. We don't know if it's based off the movie. We don't. They might. It could be all new original designs. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty cool. So, um, you know, if you I guys collect, mysterious it is. Yeah, yeah. Very mysterious. If you guys like collect Mezco figures, I've actually don't have a single Mezco figure to be honest. Um, but. If you guys uh, collect them, um, you know, be on the lookout for these. When they reveal whatever this is, we will be sure to talk about it with you guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that is that is all we have for you this week. <laughs> so, uh, you know, hopefully you guys, hopefully you guys were big NECA fans because we went through a lot of NECA stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, that's it for the news. Let's jump into the episode. This week we're talking about the episode The Ninja Sword of Nowhere, which is season three, episode 13. And also, just to let you guys know, this is we're on volume four of the DVD. Is it 13 or 31? You said 31. Uh this is episode 31. This is thir- uh, episode 13 of season three. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, I you know I didn't realize that. Yeah, our episode number and the our episode number and this season's episode number is the same, just inverse of each other. Uh, but yeah, but, yeah uh, but if you're watching this on the DVD, this is like the the fourth uh, DVD. Uh, like you know, so we're finally done with uh, volume three, which had the Inspector Gadget promo um, on it. Now we now this one ha- starts with the uh, Ultimate Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> a promo. So we're gonna have to uh, sit through that for the next uh, twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, there's twelve episodes on these DVDs. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. That's why the other DVD took forever. <gasps> this episode was directed by Bill Wolf, and it was written by Michael and Mark Edens. Do they still sell these uh, DVDs? Uh, okay, they don't sell them individually anymore. They actually sell these DVDs as a box set. Uh-huh. And so you basically can buy the whole season 
or the whole, I'm sorry, not even the season. Sorry, you can buy the whole series uh-huh. as a box set. And uh, I've seen it at Walmart and Amazon now for $30. Last year it was 40 And then they've already, like, marked it down to, like, $10 cheaper than what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you know what? All right. Digital uh, people, people who like to um, own these episodes uh, digitally, something I really wanted to let you guys know. If you want season three, and season three is a total of 47 episodes, if you want it on Amazon or iTunes or whatever digital platform of your choice, it's 10 bucks. Really? Yeah. It's like an amazing deal. And of course, I bought it uh, on Amazon like when we're doing this podcast. I was like, oh, let's do it. I still want to watch it on DVDs just to give you that. Classic. Well, that classic feeling. But yeah, we have it we have it on digital because I was like I was like ten bucks for forty seven episodes. Like, you can't beat that. Yeah. Like, if you want to buy the episodes individually, that's two dollars. Yeah. So the price of five episodes, you get forty seven. Especially the reason was I was asking because the DVDs have anywhere they anyway they have an age. Yes, yes, DVD yes, DVDs does have a shelf life. I mean, uh like I, I know this one's like over fifteen years old and like it it still works, but Things, uh, um, unfortunately, like, personal things do deteriorate. And, like, you know, at one time, at one point or another, like, this DVD will stop working at, at some point. So, at least it's, like, preserved digitally forever on the cloud. Yes. Hope, well, hopefully, until, like, Amazon shut down its servers and then I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully that won't happen soon. <laughs> we always find a way to have this DVD. To, uh, to have access to these ninja turtles. Yes, exactly. We'll make sure we do. Uh, so, uh, things about this episode. Uh, Raph's voice sound sound a little different to you. Uh, yes, that that was something like was like it slapped my face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, now I'm wondering if like child Jason didn't notice because I I mean this is like so obvious. I mean and like all right. Uh, I know I know we've mentioned before we've had like episodes where Burn Thompson was done by Townsend Coleman instead of uh, Pat Fraley, uh-huh. and and like um like you know the voice difference was not that noticeable especially since like especially since it's Burns we still haven't heard him do Crane yet I know at one point he's gonna do Crane, um but but like you know it's. Like, it, it wasn't that noticeable of a difference. And this is the first time we actually had a main Turtle character get voiced by a different voice actor. And so, uh, the, he, Raphael in this episode is voiced by Tom Pinto. And just to let you guys know, the other character that Tom Pinto voices is Dask from the, from the Neutrinos. The one with the blue hair. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, like, that's his, like, main character uh, in the Ninja Turtle universe that he voices. Uh-huh. And so, like, I mean, now that I said that, do you hear, when he was talking, do you hear that desk voice? Yes. Um, I'm not saying that he did a bad job. I mean, uh, uh, anyway, he, he, he did a good job about, like, uh, voicing a character. But since we accepted Raphael with that voice... It's like, uh, I just noticed how much, uh, like, the voice actor can give a personality to a character. And it's so hard to switch between them. Right, exactly. No, no, 100% I agree. Uh, you, you know, you know, we, like, for the first, like, 30 episodes, we've been hearing Rob Poulsen 
as like Raphael and like Rob Paulson gives himself into the character and we've been like hearing that and we've been like you know and so we're not saying like that Tom Penzo did a bad job it's just that he actually puts his like you know unintentionally he puts himself into it and it's clear that okay this is not Rob Paulson yeah and so it's almost like it's almost like we got a brand new Raphael and like when we weren't expecting a new Raphael yes yes. yeah and like it's it's like suddenly you wake up and you hear your mom sound different right even if the sound is like even if her voice is nice you want your mom's voice back (laughs) right 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 exactly and it's almost like so the 2012 series like had that very famous uh voice uh voice replacement for leonardo um because it was jason biggs and then it went to seth green and so at, at the start of season three and then like i mean and they explained it that like leo hurt himself so badly that his voice will never be the same again like that was like their excuse of like why he why he sounds different uh-huh. but like but at that point i will say when when seth green was leonardo like i felt that this was a different leonardo from the other two seasons and and the same thing with this except like i mean obviously we're getting rob Paulson back it's just that like it was just it it really was like you you would hear him talking you're like it, it, it was almost like all right who's this imposter like get, get us back our the Raphael we know and love yes yeah no no Especially like um I mean if I was a director I would um make this episode in a way that we get as less as possible from Raphael no no if you notice we did get less of Raphael I mean he was there obviously because we can't cut out a turtle yeah like you know it's like you know, we we got we got, and then if you remember, you know, last week we talked to Pat, and he was explaining that like the frugalness of of uh, Fred Wolf and how like if one if someone took a vacation instead of instead of them like trying to uh, work with them and to have them voice like uh, like send in their voice uh, recordings at another time, they just grabbed another person and that person just did it. Um, and like, so that's what some of like the sufferings unfortunately was. And I know this was as a kid show and probably most kids, I I mean, like I said, I, I don't, when I was a kid, I don't know if I knew it or not. I, I mean, and I'm pretty sure by the time I was 12, 13, I probably noticed the change. I mean, definitely when I watched these episodes as an adult. I knew the change, mm-hmm. especially as an adult. I knew who Rob Paulson was. <laughs> like you know, uh, that, I mean, that is a huge difference, and uh, and you know, especially now we have union jobs and we have SAG. These these kind of like things don't happen anymore. Yeah. Right. It's just that there. This was a very different time for animation, and they kind of ha- they kind of play with their own rules. Uh, uh, you know, uh, as they say. <laughs> um and then um something else I kind of want to talk about the uh the actual like title of the episode the the sort the sort of nowhere. Uh-huh. Um parts of me like I really wonder I mean in it might just be a coincidence but in Rise of Ninja Turtles uh, Leonardo has his Odiachi sword and if you remember that sword he can make portals and go anywhere. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. And, like, I'm kind of wondering, like, the people who did rise, like, if they used this episode as a reference for that, or if they just... Or if it was just some strange coincidence. I mean, because... I mean, you know, there's also 193 episodes of this show. It's not like everyone who grew up with that can remember everything about it. And, like, so... But I do wonder, like, it, it is really funny how, like, we have, like... In, in Ninja Turtles, like, now we have two series where we have two swords that can cut into the air and make portals. Yes, um... Now, I'm not sure if I can call it a reference, but... Um, I'm sure they, um, the writers were inspired by, it, by this episode. It, to be honest, it could be. It, it, it could be they were inspired by And it could, to be honest, um, I, I know, because I know, uh, Andy Sidero, Sidero, uh, I forget what his last name is. I know he was a fan of Ninja Turtles, and so was Ant Ward. Uh, and both of them, they were the ones who created Rise of Ninja Turtles. Uh-huh. And I know they were fans of I know they were fans of Ninja Turtles first before they were they they did rise and whether they they decided to do it from this episode it could be that it was in their subconscious and they probably didn't know uh-huh. like it, it could be like one of those two like uh, you know uh, but it, it was just I just thought it was just kind of uh, uh, funny that way yes I mean anyway it's uh, I'm not saying uh, I'm saying like it's not wrong is like a adopt yes yes it's, a, it's an adaptation no 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 you're you're not saying what you're saying is exactly correct this is what uh josie kami from twitter uh had to say about this episode she said this is the first episode where i felt some major consequences at play here because splinter was stuck between dimensions and you can't just bust through a window or door to untie tie him out of that oh also i call leo's sword in Rise, the ninja sword of nowhere. So oh. she kind of makes that same... She had the same thought. She had the same thought of us uh, during that. And then we also we also got a pretty lengthy uh, comment from our good buddy, uh, Old Man Winters. Yes. Uh, this is what he actually wrote. I love the concept of nowhere being the void between dimensions. And I wish the show could have explored the concept a little more in future episodes. Also, more random aliens. We'll get about that uh, at the end of the episode. At the end of the discussion, I should say. Uh, showing up at the end of the episode to tie up the lingering plot threads. This, uh, this episode has another cold-hearted April moments when Shredder uh, upsons with Splinter. Uh, I'm going to pretend I know that word. I don't know. I've never seen that. Maybe he missed... I don't know if he wrote the word or i never seen this english word before i'm just gonna say this right now um uh with, with splinter all april can think about is that she lost her camera and and, and the converted converted uh news footage i like i like to think she redeems herself near the end of the episode when she joins the turtles on the rope to nowhere, but it was probably more of a career decision than bravery. Also, we get another instance of a Ninja Turtle pulling his ni- limbs into his shell. Not sure if it ever happens again in the series. If you remember at the very end, Mikey, he put he puts all of his limbs inside his shell and when he falls on the ground. Yeah. It's a very quick scene. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, thank you, uh, Josie. Thank you, Old Man Winters. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you for all your input. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, honey. Um, we threw, went through all of that. You ready to give us a summary? Yes. Well, for, for a second, I thought that you forget about my summary. I'll never forget about your summary. That's, my, that's the best part about these podcasts. <laughs> I was like, they don't need me anymore. No, we always need you. <laughs> uh, so, in this episode... Um, um the the turtles uh they they look at the ca- uh, calendar and they uh, understood that it's a uh, sensei appreciation day <laughs> and they they they're like okay we have to get something for a splinter so they they go to a, a antique shop and and they um they want something japanese and and they the sellers uh, give them a sword um from the other side um Krang and um, Krang send the shredder uh, with the um, alien uh, um, recognition uh, machine, it, something with the uh, with the alien um, metal detector um, machine, and um, so they understood that they have they have to find the sword. Um, and by accident, uh, shredder noticed that he can uh, cut. Uh, cut the air and goes to nowhere and uh, I kind of forget how but uh, um, like Splinter end up to being in, in nowhere right because uh, Shredder kidnaps Splinter oh yes yes I remember oh this was the first time that I felt bad for uh, huh? Splinter <laughs> in the whole episode so Splinter was in the nowhere and the, the rest of the story was about and over and everything. Pretty much, pretty good right there. <laughs> All right, let's start breaking down this episode. Um, I just want to say that um, I, I this episode was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. And I really liked um, whoever was the writer. I thought that he did a good job. It was like very like creative and like different. Yeah. And uh, uh, I love the animation too. The animation was really good. I'm actually going to get into the animation. There's actually something animation-wise that like I want to talk about, but that's towards the end of the episode. Uh, but let's first... All right, the very first thing we see in this episode is we see the Technodrome. And we see, like, a brand-new shot of the Technodrome. It's like... Because the Technodrome, you know, the Technodrome's still in the center of the Earth. But, like, now we have, like... Now it's, like, in a new place... In the center of the Earth is in that not in that like same place it was for like, uh, for past few episodes and like there's like moving lava. Yes. Like, like yeah, it was like a like really a cool. Yeah, yeah, like a river of lava and like it was like a really cool shot. I'm like, well, I don't know if we ever see this one again. I know most of the time whenever we see the Technodrome is that same stock footage of like the Technodrome in the red area. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was a pretty cool like place for. The Technodrome, and like I, I was like, I was like, I would love to see more of this. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, you know, as you mentioned, um, like, uh, Krang finds out like there's a, uh, like this alien metal, and so he sends Shredder up there, and he gives Shredder like a metal detector, and like he says it detects like alien metal. But it looks like one of those things that people have to find to find coins in the beach. <laughs> yes, yes. Like I mean, it looks exactly like that. It looks exactly like that, and like I'm pretty sure like someone wrote a script. Oh, 
we need we need a metal detector and like someone like just drew like all right i know what a metal detector looks like and just drew that <laughs> and like like you know nothing like space creative. yeah nothing creative nothing like space age looking just a metal detector <laughs> just like you know like like at, at one point there is a point in this episode i really thought like he was gonna like run into someone in the beach and they switch like metal detectors like like in just something like that i mean i kind of think maybe director didn't want to introduce something very new to the audience and they just wanted to say okay this is familiar for the kids let's go with this you honestly you could be 100 right about that all right so uh now we cut into the turtles oh wait sorry no, before, before we cut the turtles like uh i love that how krang was uh i think it was calling uh Rock slime bucket oh yeah oh yeah because like okay so um People on Rocksteady are like they're asleep at the computer desk, <laughs> or like whatever, like whatever they were doing, and like Crane was getting mad at them. And <laughs> I hear, and um, Rocksteady was thinking that it's his mom and says that oh I don't want to go to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very classic like joke line whenever people like wake up. Oh I don't want to go to school even though like they're old enough like to never have been in school. <laughs> So, uh, I also thought it's, it was funny when uh, Crank uh, said to Bebop and Rex to get out my buttons because I think he were they were sleeping on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sleeping on the keyboard. They're sleeping on the monitor. They're sleeping on something. But, like, obviously, he was like, okay, get off these things. You know, like, it is, like, a really funny line. I mean, it, as always, like, Crank does have, like, really funny lines. Yes. I think I want, I want to save this line whenever you take over the... Computer. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I take over the computer, you're gonna just tell, tell me to get off your buttons. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, now we're going into um, the turtles' layer. We're and we're checking in with the turtles right now. And the first thing I wrote was Raphael's voice. Oh yes. I mean, and this is where like all right. It uh, as we mentioned before, uh, Tom Pinto uh, takes over the role of Raphael in this episode. And it really is like he, once he says the first thing, you're it's like whoa. <laughs> I mean, because um, it doesn't even sound close to Rob Paulson. No. Like yeah, exactly. Um, and it's it, it it's almost like a slap in the face. It really was. Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, we 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 talked his, about his voice like uh, like the like the death, but yeah, it was. It was definitely, this is definitely not, like, the Raphael we know and love, um, you know, and not that this Raphael was bad, it was just different. It yes. was not something we're used to. It was, like, his cousin. It yeah, was, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't Raphael. And, and if you, and if you notice, if you, like, rewatch this episode, you're gonna notice Raphael has a very little part. And I think that, I think part of it is, is, like, his part was probably cut um a lot in this episode because of the fact that Rob Paulson wasn't available mm-hmm. and like something I've always noticed whenever Pat Fraley uh wasn't available is that like he like we never we didn't see Krang or like or like uh Burns would have like one or two lines yeah and like in and as I mentioned before you know it's Ninja Turtles we can't just like we can't just go and be like oh Raphael is sick for the episode it like you know they 
Like, you know, they have to have, like, all four in there, but, like, his role was just really little in. It was, like, every time he would say something, it was more of, like, okay, Raphael's still in here. Yeah. It's just that, like, you know, it's just... But I, I believe that's what they did. Like, he was not the... Normally, Raphael is so outspoken, and, like, over here, he's just... In this episode, he's just kind of, like, more in the background. Mm-hmm. And he's more of a supporting character, and I will say, in this episode. And, as you mentioned, uh, Donatella said that I this think... is Ninja's, like, sen- or Sensei Appreciation Day. Yes, but, I mean, the, uh, the, I think the first line that Rafa said that we, uh, we noticed his uh, voice was, uh, he said, uh, morning will be better if happen in evening. Yeah, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and yes. I love this line. No, no, no. It, 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 it's a great line. In I, I will say, they... like, they, they give Raphael his, like, Raphael lines. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll say that. It's not like, you know, they change his character. It's just that, like, but, yeah, it's just the delivery. It's not the same. I know you mentioned before the uh, the the clock thing, the Ninja Turtle uh, alarm thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Ninja Turtle alarm clock uh, with uh, Donatello. I think they have to add this. You know, I would love if they had if they added this. Like, if they had the classic turtles, that'd be like awesome. <laughs> I would love if they put this line. Uh, so with the so with like Donatello from the Rise of the Ninja Turtles, he keeps on saying, "Human, human, wake up, sleep mode, deactivate." <laughs> 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 oh, I love when he says burn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's exactly what it feels. Yeah, yeah. The light, it burns. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, if you have a Google Home, set up the Ninja Turtle alarm clock. I mean, I promise you, you will love it. <laughs> like, I have this thing set up for weekends. That's that's how much I love it. <laughs> uh, so, Donatello says uh, today is... Uh, Ninja Sensei Appreciation Day, and, like, this is, like, something that, like, this is something that they use so the turtles can go into the pawn shop, but it gets quickly forgotten. <laughs> like, like, um, at, like, after the pawn shop scene, we don't, like, like, after they talk to the sensei about it, like, it's, it's gone. Like, they never bring it up again. <laughs> like, you would think, like, it would be more of a plot thing, but it was just, it was there to set it up and then, like, just quickly go away. Like, yes. Like, the first ten minutes in the Simpsons episode. <laughs> uh, but the turtles were like, oh, we need money. And we see, like, they're like, all right, let's go to the, let's go to the bank. And they don't have a piggy bank, guys. They got, like, a little turtle bank. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah, it, it, it was actually really cute. They go and, like... They go and break the, um, uh, they break the turtle break. All right, so, I, uh, I don't think we ever had piggy banks in Ninja Turtles in the, in, did we? Nah. Okay, because, all right, because I want to bring this up. Because it always bothers me. And I, I know, I know the term, like, breaking the bank, because, like, you know, it's, uh, like, you know, because, like, uh, piggy banks, everyone has that image of, like, the piggy bank being broken and everything. Uh-huh. But, you know... I've actually had a piggy bank before, and whenever I needed money from it, I never broke it. I because at the bottom of the piggy bank, there's this like little plug. You open the plug, and then you just pull the money out. Yes, but you're living in America, and they're designing it in a cool way for you. And I remember when I had it, I had to break it. You had to break it. <laughs> Wait. 
<laughs> you really had to break it? Yes, because they didn't have those. They didn't have but... those plunger things? No. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, so so it it really existed that or you could had to break it? Yes, do you want me to buy one of those for you? No, <laughs> I'm just amazed. <laughs> I did not. Oh, things I learned. <laughs> I'm the usually the one who teaches Anna. Anna just taught me something. <laughs> I did not know that these existed. So like, so if you so you put something in the piggy bank. Yes. You had to like break it open. Yeah, I mean it. Mine wasn't even look like a pig, but uh, uh, but it was a bank and on and yeah. they didn't have that plastic thing. They didn't have the plastic thing. Oh wow! So you oh ha- we had to break it. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's oh gosh! Wow! Oh okay, <laughs> okay. So uh, the turtles got their banks though, I mean, for, not all, from America, in, obviously. In old days, it was like that. Yeah, I, you. Know, I totally believe you. <laughs> I yes. totally, I totally believe you. I just did not think. I, that, I far. <laughs> that far. That yeah. far. You're so American. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm so American. But yeah. Uh, but they, they break open the piggy bank, and there's there's like I don't know, like a couple of dollars, a bunch of coins, and then there's sun dried tomatoes. <laughs> that I don't know. That didn't make sense. Why sun dried tomatoes? Is uh, because Mikey said you never know when you need them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, speaking of Mikey, and uh, I forgot I forgot to mention about the pizza Mikey made. Yes, I uh, wonder like how come you skipped the breakfast? Oh my God! Why breakfast? did I skip the breakfast? Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the breakfast pizza. The oatmeal. Uh, it was oatmeal. What? Um. Uh, oh gosh. I don't know. I did. I wasn't even sure that it's a pizza because first we we have a yeah, view yeah. in the oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a deep dish kind of pizza thing, and like you know, like it, this series, like they choose that pizza to be like very loosely, like you know, like like sometimes it'll look like pizza, sometimes it'll look like something that's round. <laughs> but yeah, this was like a uh, this was like an oat. Oatmeal and I already forgot the other weird topping flavor and I should have wrote down. I don't know why I didn't write down. But yeah, but like it was just a really weird pizza. And this was their breakfast pizza. I mean, still nothing to me will beat the pouring the cereal on top of the pizza. It looked like pie to me. It did. It did look like pie. 100% it it, it looked like a like a big pie. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. But yeah, that but yeah, yeah, that that was their uh, breakfast pizza right there. So, uh, at this point, the turtles they're on the surface. They're at they're at a pawn shop. They're wearing their trench coats and everything. So pawn shop means an antique shop, or it's or it's the name of the store. Okay, uh, pawn shop is okay. So antique shop is like all antiques. Like in, antique shop is like you know you're like oh all this stuff is like old. And you usually like it depends on like if it's cheap if it's expensive, um, but that antique shop is like everything is old. A pawn shop is a shop where people they quickly sell stuff to get money, and then like also people will be like okay. Also with a pawn shop, like someone will be like oh I need cash real fast. They'll put in like okay here's my diamond necklace. Give like. So I can have this much money, and they they're like, okay, here here you go, here's two thousand uh, dollars for this diamond necklace, and then but they don't, but then 
you go and you bite back, but you have to like pay like, so uh, like more. yeah, you have to pay like three thousand more. You have to pay like three thousand to get it back. Uh-huh. And if you don't buy it in time, the pawn shop owner can can sell it. Uh huh. And so and and like like that that like so whenever people are like oh I need to pawn this, they just they're they're getting like cash real fast. And then, like, and then with the intention of like getting that money back with some interest, and um, to get to get it back. But if they don't get it back in time, and um, they they lose it, mm-hmm. and like the pawn shop owner gets to um, keep it and sell it or do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a it's a good way to be to <laughs> yeah to lose your money. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely, it's a good it's a good way to it's definitely a good way to to lose your money. Uh, but yeah, uh, we see the turtles. Oh, in here with the trench coats, and uh, we they don't have the mask. They don't have their mask on. Like, and it was just like, I don't know. Every time we don't see the turtles with their without their mask, they just they just look naked. Even though they had more clothes on, yeah, they normally do. They still like they just look naked without it. Yes, and like when they have like other like these coats and when when and also when they don't have the mask. Uh, somehow they all like look so much alike. Yes, they really do look alike. And this is like where okay, we ne- need the voices because without the voices, we don't know which one's which. Yes, because they have the same height, the same right, right, the same height, the same body type. I mean, you know, I mean, they were drawn to look the same. They were drawn to look the same. I mean, if they weren't, if they weren't drawn to look the same, we wouldn't have the wrong turtle sex uh, talking segment. <laughs> um, and. That's just the way that that's just the way it is. Uh, but yeah, we. Uh, but we have that. Uh, over here, the turtles are like, "Hey, we're looking for, uh, we're looking for like you know something Japanese." And the pawn, the pawn shop owner, he was like, "Hey, I have this uh, ninja sword." And they're like, "How much will you sell it for?" They're like, "How much you got?" And Mikey was like, "I'll give you some sun-dried tomatoes." And somehow. <laughs> Somehow, like two dollars and sun-dried tomatoes was enough to buy this this Japanese ninja sword. <laughs> I see in the grocery stores there, in the produce section, they have some sun-dried tomatoes in a jar. Yeah, of what, course. What people use that for? Uh, well, obviously the turtles use it for pizza <laughs> topping. Uh, you can uh, people like to put it in sandwiches. Um, people like to put it in salad. Oh. I, I mean, you know, I mean, there's some crazy people out there that like to eat it by itself. I think that's crazy. <laughs> um, so why did not buy fresh tomatoes? Because they, they dried it from the sun. And the, I mean, you can't, you can't fit a fresh tomato in a uh, piggy bank or a turtle bank now, can you? Oh, it's like you're, you have you, you have option to marry like a, a 20 years old woman and then you go and choose it. <laughs> Old lady. I know exactly. <laughs> so uh, the turtles like they walk out with the with the weapon. As soon as the turtles walk out with the weapon, this is where we see Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop. They walk in, um, looking for it. And like, like you know, they're for some reason they crashed the transport module in, in the laundry. Yeah, in the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and like everyone's like right and scared. But we see Shredder use like the metal detector, like like he's at the beach. 
because he is scanning on the floor. And I really just wanted to be like, all right, are you, because first they don't know what they're looking for. They, they just know it's a metal. They don't actually know that it's a sword. Yes. And like, it's like, I'm, I'm really, at this point, I'm like, really like, Shredder, are, are you really thinking that the, that the, the item that you're looking for is on the floor? Like, why are you not scanning like the walls and that kind of stuff? Or like, you know, like, why are you like, oh, let me, let me check. Maybe he's hiding it beneath the, beneath the wood tiles, like in the, <laughs> floor, the wood planks of the store. I mean, in the, it was just, uh, I would say it was just an odd, an odd uh, choice. And obviously, Shredder doesn't find it, and uh, the store owner tell, tells him that he sold it, he sold the sword to the, the to the four turtles, well, the four people, because he didn't know that those were turtles, even though they're green. Yes, even though they're green. Even though they're green, but you know, for some reason, the the humans in New York <laughs> they don't really they don't recognize green. <laughs> um, so at this point, like the the turtles, they're walking, they have the sword, and Mikey's talking, and his mouth doesn't move. Or I'm sorry, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, it's the opposite. Mikey's moving, but his mouth is also moving. While his while his walking, and then later they put in um, voice in him. Ah, oh, so yeah, the lip sync wasn't like, matching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lip sync wasn't matching, and then like once he starts talking, it starts matching. But it was just like, like it, it was almost like they they just put him in a loop, and then they just like didn't like they just still the the loop they chose had his mouth also move as well. Ah, oh. right, and. So by this point, this is where uh, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, they get the drop on the turtles. Uh, the the turtles they 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 see them and they they go and they rip off their their trench coats and hats. And while they're doing this, they also have time to tie their bandanas. <laughs> and I want to know. I want to add this. Like we see them actually tie their bandanas. <laughs> on like like they were like like someone someone in animation like took the extra step like oh we need to get the bandanas back in there uh, um on their heads and like unlike the last time we saw them like um like take the clothes off and the bandanas like magically appeared like we actually see them like one-handedly put their bandanas on <laughs> i think they really need to go to Penandella show. <laughs> I think so, <laughs> the too. The magic of how they fast they do it. Yes, yes, so exactly. So, in this, in this scene, um, uh, what I really love that, um, like, there was a, there was a part that uh, Raphael and Shredder, they're, like, fighting, and then um, somehow, like, uh, Shredder put the Raphael in the bean and closed the, uh, like, the lead on him oh yeah yeah and i know okay i know i know Raphael goes in the bin and then also like there's also another point where leonardo gets also into the trash can trash bin mm -hmm. and like this is like where like shredder is about to like cut him cut him with the with the ninja sword yes and like because shredder doesn't know that it's uh oh uh, this sword is going to like make them make portals and, uh, all right, so before he does this, 
When he goes and talks to the antique shop owner, the, the first thing the antique shop owner says is, he says that the sword is dull. It, like... What, what does it mean? Like, like dull means that it's not sharp. Uh-huh. And so, we see Shredder... Shredder uh, gets the sword from Leonardo because... Now, I, okay, I'm going to say this about the fight scene with uh, with Shredder and Leonardo. Uh, like, you know, because Shredder, Shredder, he rips, like, a pipe off the wall. And uh, he's fighting with Leonardo. And Leonardo has his katana. And uh, he also has that, the sword of, of nowhere, like, in his hand. And, like, Leo, like, Leo doesn't actually, like, take the sword out of the sheath. And, like, Leo also has a sword, his other katana on his back. And, the, like, they did a really good job on tracking. Yes. On, on like, what weapon, on what ha hand. And, like, he, you, he still, like, fights with both swords. It's just, like, he doesn't fight with his normal sword. They actually did a really good job there. Yes, uh, 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 I agree with you. I, I wanted to say that in this episode... There were so many times that they could go lazy on animation. Right. But they didn't. They right. went, like, all the way. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely gave us the best over here. And... So the thing that I mentioned, uh, I wanted to say that it, I thought it was very cool. Like, uh, how... Because sure, they could easily, like, kick Raphael and uh, Raphael, like, fall on the floor. But right. they went, like, even more. Uh, and step they... further and put him into the bit. Yes. Yes. No, I definitely, 100%, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, now, this is the only odd part I found, um, like, from this fight scene. is like, And this is, like, in, in the commercial break. And we get to a point where Leo's in the trash bin. Uh, Shredder has now has a sword. He hasn't seized the sword. He's, and he's, like, ready to cut Leo. And, like, we see him, like... Um, like, like, you know, um, move up and down the sword. And then all of a sudden we cut to Donatello, who's, like, who is like free and not captured. And he was, like, and, like, it's almost like they want to make sure we know that Donatello's still there. And he was, like, he goes and tries to hit Shredder with a watermelon. <laughs> and and then, like, he hits the watermelon and it all splashes on his face. Where, like, Shredder just looks at him and he's like, okay, I'm going to go back to this thing. And, like, so, and, and, like, they just, like, it's almost like they reused, like, they reused, like, this animation, because, like, three times with Shredder with the sword. Because we see it before the commercial break. We see it again after the commercial break. It's almost like a reminder, hey, kids, this is what happened before you, um, before the commercials happened. And then Donatello does the watermelon thing, like, for a distraction. For, like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they need to fill in time or something. And then we see Shredder with the sword again, like, doing the same motion. And then he finally does the cut. And when he finally does the cut, he, um, he reveals that it makes portals. But, like, it, it just, the whole Donatello watermelon thing just really broke up that tensity. And, I mean, maybe it was there to be, like, Maybe someone, like, came in there, like, whoa, 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 a little too, this is a little too tense, a little too, like, you know, it, it looks like Leonardo's about to die here. May, we need to add a joke. Oh, uh, maybe. And, I don't know, maybe, but it was just a very awkward thing. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like watermelon. Yeah, 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 something like watermelon. It's, it's, it's almost like, really, it's really like, okay, if you're watching a ninja movie, and then all of a sudden, like, Gallagher 
comes in in the middle of the fight scene, in the, in the climactic part of the fight scene, to go and smash a watermelon with a sledgehammer. Now I'm saying maybe it's something traditional in ninja stuff, because do you know that game, uh, I don't know what his name is, his name is Ninja or something, that they uh, cut the fruit with the sword? Fruit Ninja? Fruit Ninja? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that... I'm saying like, maybe the, maybe there is something in their culture that they're inspiring from that. I, I, I don't think there's anything in their culture that's inspired. No, that's just them just having fun. Uh, I agree. Uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, that uh, that that's what happens there. We um, you know, Shredder goes in the dimension. And everyone's like, oh, where's Shredder? Even Rock Roxanne and people were like, oh, where's Shredder? And then, and then like you know, um, and then all of a sudden we cut into, we cut into the next scene, which is um in Channel Six. But the like before that, uh, like the special effect that they used for the sword. Yes. That yes. was that was also very cool. Yes, yes, no, no, I, I definitely agree with you. The, every time we see that portal opening, mm-hmm. um, like it was actually really cool, like a, a really cool effect. I, I definitely agree with you there. So now we cut into uh, oh, we cut into Channel Six where we see like Irma, uh, at at her like secretary desk. And she's reading a romance novel. And the only reason I wrote about this is because I felt that, like, some of the stuff she was saying was a little too risque for a, a kid's cartoon. Oh, he said he he pressed into his manly, manly chest, chest and called her name. Yes. Yes. And whispered her name. And whispered her name, yeah. That's still... Okay, okay. Her exact line is, he... He pressed her to her. Oh, uh, he he pressed her to his manly chest and whispered her name, and and then uh, Vernon like cuts in with Irma. Um, but like just that line right there. Yes. I felt was a little too steamy for kids TV. <laughs> yes, it was. I mean, uh, um, I was it it really caught me off guard. And like, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen this episode. Even like uh, when I wa- rewatched the series when I was in college, I don't remember this. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. At least they even like they cut it like very fast. Like yeah, 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 yeah. They cut it real fast, and like you know they made sure like um, Vernon came in, and that's probably how they got away with it because Vernon comes in and like and then just uh like you know he he shouts Irma and and like you know just and, and it becomes a joke. Yes. But, like, I mean, that was a very steamy line. <laughs> so, it's probably had, like, a very, like, uh, like, modern, complicated phone. What, with his, the, 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 the communicator that he has? Yes, because he, ha- he sh- like, he pressed the button and it opened and, like... It... Yeah, yeah, that's how the normal does. Yes, but, uh... That's how the communicator normally does. Like, with, so the, um... I maybe maybe this is like the first time you've seen it animated before, uh. But uh, I never saw I never saw the uh like the up part of the uh oh, the so, top part of the phone that it opened like yeah 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 because it, it folds out into the antenna yes because you know this is the this is still the late eighties and we believed that like we need, we, we need antennas on everything 
I mean, you know, it, it, we still have that Jetsons logic of like, oh, we can watch TV on our watches, but it needs an antenna because that's what we that's what we know. <laughs> we didn't actually think like, you know, we could actually like not we could have the antenna like internally. Uh, but but yeah, that's but yeah, uh, whenever they use the communicator, because I'm sure if you noticed, like when they use communicator normally, the antenna was out. It's just that when they fold it in, uh, they want to make it like compact. And then, like, uh, so when they open it up, like, when it opens up, the antenna, like, folds out. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. You know, I mean, I'm, like, 90% sure they made a Ninja Turtle communicator as a toy. I mean, they had to. This is, like, I mean, it's very toy-like, and, like, and like they could have definitely made this kind of thing. I just don't know if they did or not. I don't know if they made a toy where, like, you push the button and, like, it just... Open. Uh, like open like this. Um, I, I'm not too sure. I have, to, I have to check on that. If you guys know, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. And unfortunately, I never did much of the role play stuff. Like uh, even now, I don't do much of the role play toys. But I don't know if they made a communicator like that. We we know what like uh, Splinter and the Turtles are doing. We know what Irma and Vernon are doing. Let's. Talk about Crank. My friend. Your friend. All right. So he ironically, was, he was watching romantic movies. Yes, he was watching the so he was watching the soap opera. Ironically, um, you know, Neca put out that image. Yes. Um, I put out that image of like of the Technodrome to advertise the Crank figure, and it's almost like Neca knew that we were reviewing this episode. <laughs> And I think that's why they did it for us, because they know they knew that this was gonna tie in, uh, because they made like their set they made for Krang was the exact thing what we saw Krang. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and like so, Krang is watching a, uh, a soap opera, and I don't know what the soap opera is called. I just know the two main characters. Their name is John and Marsha. <laughs> and like you know, Krang is all like, <laughs> oh, that was so cute. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, so at this point, at this point, like, you know, uh, uh, like, Bebop Rockstar telling Krang, uh, we don't know where Shredder is, he's gone, and then Shredder magically appears, and he's like, hey, guess what? This sword makes, uh, makes portals, and I can go stuff. <laughs> and so, um, and then, uh, by, by this point, uh, the turtles, they, so Donatello has this weird antenna thing. That like like that that specifically shows Krang. I mean, it specifically goes into Krang's like TV. Uh, the the so all right. Dantel had that big antenna kind of thing. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like and that it just goes straight to Krang <sighs> because as he's watching his soap opera with John and Marsha. Oh, yes. And it interrupts it because uh, April's doing this fake news report that said that the turtles are in the sewer. <laughs> and so Sh- so Shredder leaves with Roxanne and Bebop um, over there, you know, with Shredder's like, sword and everything. Oh, yes. And, like, so it was just an awkward thing. Like, I mean, And I really wanted to be like, okay, how did, like, Donatello know? Like, the level of intelligence of Donatello, like, how does he know, like, how to tune in and to exactly what the Technodrome? Yes, like, uh, in this episode, you see that, the not in this episode, and overall, like, Donatello always has, like, the weirdest 
Right. Machines, but somehow he's very intelligent. Right, 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 exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I see you here you wrote uh, Raphael's filming. Oh, I want to say, like, Raphael cannot drive, but... What, but he knows how to work a camera? <laughs> yes, but he's, he, he worked with the camera. Exactly. Now, so... Oh, like, did you get to this part that uh, Mikey says when he, uh, when, when he cut out, he really cut out? Yeah, so this is like, okay. Um, so, yeah, this is like, so Shark gets in there, he, he's, he fights... He fights, and at this point, at this point, like, this is where he gets uh, Splinter into the portal thing. Yes. Yeah, and then, like, you know, obviously, um, as you said, like, uh, 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 Shredder leaves, and, like, Mike says, oh, when he cuts out, he he cuts out. So where was that uh, place that uh, Splinter was? Is it, like, a... Be- so, a space or and so it's, they call it limbo. Limbo is like in between, in world. Be- yeah, like it, it. It's like a. It's like a nothing kind of place that's in between worlds. Is it like a philosophy thing? And yeah, it's more of a philosophy thing. Um. So like, he like, and that's why they also called it like nowhere, uh-huh. because like he wasn't in like a a true space reality thing. He was just like in this place between realities. And so over here, we have, uh, at this point, what we have is that we have Splinter and Shredder, they're fighting each other, and, like, they're in this, like, limbo area, and they're both on, like, rocks and everything, and, like, uh, and then Splinter, like, you know, he, he comes up there, and he's, he's like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you, and, um... And Sh- and Shredder uses the sword to cut through the rock, and and that let like Splinter like kind of like fly into like more of the nothingness while like Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop they uh, they leave to go back into the Technodrome. And the the thing is that so the pawn shop owner said that the sword was dull. But how dull can it be if it can cut through solid rock? Uh, yes. I um obviously this pawn shop owner did not know what exactly is selling. Yes, exactly. I mean, this guy obviously should have at least like try to cut through something. He could have cut solid. Like, hey, look, I can go places. I don't know how you own something like this and never like did anything. I mean... You saw that, how much, like, dust was on it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There, he, there was a lot of dust on it. He didn't even touch it. Right. So there was a... Uh, you know, uh, for some reason today, I just like to write lines. But uh, there's a line uh, uh, that a Splinter... Not a Splinter. Shredder told a Splinter, welcome to the back of the... Back of beyond. Yes. And <laughs> for for a second, I thought that he's, he's telling welcome to... Bath and Beyond. Batman Beyond? <laughs> no, Bath and Beyond. Oh, Bath and Beyond. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the, the store. The, the store. <laughs> you know, that would have been hilarious if, like, Shredder and Splinter actually went to, like, Bath and Beyond. And, like, Splinter is actually stuck in the store. He's, like, all he's trying to do is just get out of the store. And, like, and Shredder's like, nope, 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 nope. You're in the bed section now. <laughs> you got, you got, I'm not giving the map out of the store. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, obviously, obviously at this point, like, you know, the Turtles, they need to call out Shredder again. And so, so, you know, um, instead of, um, and like, you know, Shredder, okay, uh, you know, something we for, I forgot to mention during the fight between the Turtles, the Turtles, Shredder was strong enough to pick up that satellite thing that Donatello had and just throw it at Donatello. And it obviously had to be heavy because it broke some sewer pipe that that erupted the water that pushed Donatello up in the sewer and, like, took the lid off the sewer. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so they lost their antenna thing. And so, like, they had to, so they had to get April to get a news van. And, uh, to, uh, to, um, to fool basically Shredder and Krang again. Uh, to, to get them so they can get, uh, Splinter back. And at this point, like, you know, Vernon sees like, oh, she came from the sewer. She wants a, she wants a van. She must be on a story. And Vernon's like, I'm gonna scoop this because like you know he's all concerned and like I don't know. I think I think Vernon's like probably like threatened his job or something like that. Oh, before here, like, um, at like uh, what um, at the very beginning uh, we saw that Vernon brought a a dog, a dog, and says uh. He was oh. going to bite a dog. He was going to what? He was going to bite a dog. He wanted to bite a dog? Yeah, because, okay, so, so Burn, um, so Burn Thompson, like, basically he told him, like, this, like, analogy of, like, you know, uh, of, like, some, like, sometimes you have to, to find a story, you got to, like, bite back. <sighs> oh, okay. And, then, like... and, and so he took it literally. Uh-huh. And like so that's why he like yeah, and that that that's why he had the dog in that one scene. Uh-huh. And like so now like now Vernon is like sneaking onto the the news van. Yeah. And like obviously getting himself into trouble. And uh the turtles I mean, you know, April was able to fool uh Crane again, even though she even says Shredder's name out loud and like I mean anyone, not Shredder, anyone. And like poor, Kr- I, I think at this point, Krang was just like mad because he's missing his John and Marsha show, <laughs> and like he's like crying out for Marsha, and like he probably was like, I oh, that, just I love that he had uh, tears in his eyes. <laughs> that was so cute. It, it, it was very cute. No, I, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, yeah, and then so he orders Shredder to go after the turtles, and at this point, all right. Since Shredder had the sword, Shredder kept using the sword to get to the turtles. Yeah. And then, and then now, now, like, they're like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna go after the turtles again. And Shredder decides to bring the transport module. And I, I know he brought the foot soldiers with him, but like, other than the fact that we know that the writers know that at this point Shredder is not going to leave with the sword like why like you know why do we have the transport module like i mean i mean other i, I know it's a writer's cheat this is 100% a writer's cheat <laughs> and i understand this completely because if they didn't have this 
Shredder would have been stuck at Earth, and then we had to have, like, Krang, like, send up a transport module it just so they can leave. Yeah. And, and, they, they, and, like, you know, like, like this is obviously, like, okay, we're just going to have them with the transport module so they can leave. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I that I understand, but it's, like, logically. <laughs> logically, like, every other time you use the sword, and then you're like, oh, no, I, I don't need to use uh, No, I'm going to use the transport module now. I mean, it's like, and like, you know, it's... You say that you always drive. Sometimes you want to give yourself a break and you call Uber. Uh-huh. It was something like that. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. It, it definitely was something like that. All right, so obviously the transfer module was the, the rightest cheat. All right, and then here's our big rider's cheat, I'll say. And, like, because it really was, like, at this point, like, you know, the riders were probably like, okay, how do we get the sword away from the turtles and shredder forever and like so like they don't have to we don't have to bring up the fact like oh we have this sword that they can go anywhere with mm-hmm. and so we get introduced to aliens and uh, like these aliens have an antique shop they have a flying antique shop <laughs> and they see the sword and like they're like oh that's our sword and they just go and like, grab it from shredder <sighs> So you you jumped to the alien like very fast. Oh, 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 oh what what did I miss? Sorry. So there was uh there was a scene that one of the things that I said that uh I thought they're not going they're not lazing animation. And oh yeah yeah. It was that uh, uh in the fight uh uh suddenly so many tires was around April. Oh yeah the tires yeah. The tires around April and the Vernon uh, like um was in the. In the trunk of the car, yes. Yes. I thought it was, very, like, very cool, like... Um... Yeah, how they got him out of the action? Yes. You no, know, no, I definitely agree with you. Yes, the, and, yeah, they got him out of the action actually really good. And, like, you know, like, and, and like, April was enough, like, to at least still kind of, like, get to her news van area. Because, yeah. obviously, we're going to get to April again soon. But, like, Vernon was completely out of the picture. And which, you're right, they did a good job in getting them out. And then, like, you know, we had... We also had, like, Donatello, he uses the the magnet, and, like, Shredder's like, hey, this is, like, an uh, alien magnet, like, your Earth magnet's not gonna work on this thing, but it's still, like, you know, he even says it were, only works on iron, and which we now come to realize that Shredder's armor's made out of iron, which makes sense. Yeah. And so they, he magnetized a, a Shredder, so after all that kerfuffle... This is when the alien in their in their antique shop, flying I, antique shop. I think shop it is. was the first time ever I saw that someone drew um, aliens spaceship as made out of wood. You know, you're probably right. <laughs> you are one hundred percent right. I think I, I've never, I personally never seen an uh, alien spaceship made out of wood. <laughs> but yeah, this de- this was definitely like made out of like I mean because this looked like a back. Woods like um store like you know it, it looks like one of those stores like you see on the side of a highway yeah right and like you know they, they go and like they go and take the sword and they just like go and just take it from shutter they're like yeah. and they said that they uh they're coming back at... yeah all right they said they're gonna come back uh at june 3rd uh 2738 <laughs> so uh all right if you guys are listening to us, 
at the year 2738. Hello, how's it going? Are you still watching Ninja Turtles? Is how how are you watching this show? Like what what kind of device? Oh, it's getting creepy now. No, I'm picturing myself as a skeleton. <laughs> Don't picture yourself as a skeleton. How are you guys? We, uh, my name is Jason, and this is my lovely wife Anna. I'm glad that after 700 years in the future, you found our podcast. I'm guessing that means our podcast was successful. And um, you know, and thank you for enjoying, and thank you for enjoying listening to us as we watch these episodes with you, either for the first time. Now my or imagination is working so much. You have to stop. <laughs> all right, I'm stopping. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So, uh, they they take the sword. Uh, they go back into their dimension, and then all right, here is where we have Donatello, and he throws the grappling hook. And I'm gonna say this right now about the grappling hook. This is the most beautiful uh, animated shot in this whole episode. Is where Donatello throws that grappling hook. Oh yes, I need. Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it the way it moves, the way it opens up. I mean, it really was, was like. I mean, this was just like amazing looking, and like, this is something I can like watch over and over again. I mean, in like. I mean, as a kid, I probably didn't appreciate it just because, like, you know, I was like, hey, it's a cartoon. Um, but, like, now, like, especially with, I have an animator for a wife, um, <laughs> it's really, I mean, it's just really fantastic looking. Yes, it was. Yeah, and, like, I mean, and, and you, have, you have to remember, this... The way it this, ties. Yeah, the way it ties. I mean, and, this, like, something like this is an easy feat now for animation. Yes. This, I mean, this is all, during this time, this is all, like, hand-drawn. It is, um, it is hand-painted. Like, you know, we don't have, they didn't have digital colors, uh, during this time. I mean, the way that this thing, I mean, it, they really did not cut corners in this, like, three seconds of this grappling hook being thrown. Yes, that and was amazing. It was really amazing. And if you guys have not seen this episode... Definitely check this episode out and just watch this scene. If you guys have seen this episode, watch the grappling hook scene again. It is amazing. Definitely check it out. This is like, I, so far in Ninja Turtles, like, animation, like, this is the best that this show has offered so far. Yes, I yeah. agree. No, exactly. Uh, but yeah. It uh, kind of reminded me of somehow, like, the action animations on Rise. Right, exactly. It, yes, it really does. It really re reminds me of that. Like, where, because, like, Rise has these beautifully animated, like, action scenes. Yes. And this one really does remind me of that one as well. And, like, this is the difference, just the difference, and not to, like, cut down on Rise, this is that Rise was, is able to do that so much easier because of the technology. Yes. Um, this series did not have those technical marvels and the fact that they can do something like this was just amazing and it was so real looking and like i mean you know especially for a kids cartoon i mean you know this is like like yeah like i said definitely watch the scene again it is amazing uh all right so at this point um the aliens are in uh nowhere and so so are the turtles, April 
in the news van. <laughs> and at this point, we see uh, Splinter. And Splinter shouts out, what does he shout out? Cowabunga. Yes, right. Splinter shouts out, Cowabunga like his four sons. This is the first time... Uh, first time Splinter has shouted Cowabunga. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- that was a very fun thing. Um, and, you know, uh, he shouts that out. Um, and then once he gets on once he gets on the grappling hook, everything comes, like, crashing down. Uh, as something like Old Man Winters mentioned, like, April... April seems more concerned about the news van and the footage <laughs> than her life in Splinter. It, it was a very un-April characteristic. To be honest, uh, I think the Splinter in this episode was the closest thing like um, during the whole episode that I watched to what I expected from a Splinter. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. He really, he really redeems himself in this episode. Yeah, I mean, he was it, more respectful than being creepy. Yes, no, I, I definitely agree with you. And then our basically our um our tag uh, joke at the end is that you know Vernon is still in the car and there's a magnet that went and grabbed the car. Uh, who's operating this magnet? We don't know because the shredder and the foot already left. The turtles are like. Uh, their turtles are leaving. They forget. They forget about Vernon and like some, some poor worker is like, ah, I gotta clean all this up, and he just grabs the car that Vernon is still, uh, tracking. Yeah. yeah, and like you know, and that's how that's how this episode ends. Um, you didn't mention Mikey. Uh, what's in his shell? Oh gosh, no. Oh, I, I, only reason I skipped him because uh, only a witch is talking about it. Yeah, let's talk about Mikey. Okay, yeah, let, let's talk about Mikey in his shell. I think this was the first time we saw um, one of the turtles are like hiding inside the shells. We've seen that before. I can't remember what episode. Really? But, yeah, yeah. Because I remember, I remember you even talking about it. You're like, what? They can put their whole body in the shell? I don't remember. I want to say we've seen it before. I just I have to like look back. Um, <laughs> like you know, um, like <laughs> the unfortunate thing is like since we're watching like these once a week. Like, sometimes it's like, I forget which ones we've seen and which ones I remember. I think if you, if you ever do this again, we have to have a book and, like, write every yeah once. <laughs> like, every, like, the first time. Yes, exactly. No, I definitely agree with you. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it was a cool, like, quick scene. And, like, it, it is, like, one of those, like, if you blink, you miss it. And it but it was, like, really cool how they did it because obviously they wanted to show like Mikey got safe and like you know all the other turtles like landed safely as well it's just he's the only one that puts his whole like body in his shell yes yeah uh but yeah and that's pretty much everything uh about this episode and I'm gonna say like you know this was a very fantastic episode and like it was yeah and like oh I mean it really uh, like as as Jason said, like you know, uh, there this one has like more sense of danger with Splinter, and I mean there, it was it was beautifully animated. This is like I will say this is another like underrated episode, and I think I think oh uh, some of these season three episodes just kind of get forgotten because especially the ones that comes like towards the middle, mainly because like. There's so many episodes, and like normally how people were watching these, especially when I was a kid, we watched it after school, and so by the time we thought about this episode, 
and we talked about it in school. Then the next episode came, and we were already, like, concentrating on the next episode. Uh-huh. And, like, I think... I really do think, like, uh, you know, watching these, like, once a week is making me appreciate them, uh, some of the, these hidden gems a little bit more. Yes, I thought it was very cool. The, the animation was, I think, was the quality that you expect from, like, a feature film, not, not yeah. a, like, a series. Right, exactly, yes. No, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, there were a few mistakes. I know there. Uh, I I forgot to write it down, but there was one part where Splinter was talking. His mouth wasn't moving, but it. But like the the technical, like the animation marvels outweigh the mistakes by a lot. Yes. Yeah. No. Everything was done uh, beautifully about this episode. Uh, like, I mean, if you guys listen to this podcast, definitely check this episode out if you haven't already. Um, it it really is a really hidden gem. All right, so join us next week for 20,000 Leaks Under the City. That's right, city and not sea. Uh, obviously, the title is uh, ba- uh, based off the classic Jules uh, Verne's novel, uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, but yeah, if you have any questions or memories about this episode, be sure to email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at turtlerecallpod. Um, and if you want to talk us live, uh, like every week, uh, uh, they have a live part for the news. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, um, our news section, we do it live. And um, if you guys want to join us uh, live on the news section and chat with us, uh, we love that. It's so great. And it's been so much fun. And thank you for the people who have been doing that with us for the new section. You guys are really making that section a lot more fun for us. Yes, exactly. All right. Till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to red.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.